Hi. Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Guy Moxley of United Silicon Carbide. We're at their booth at the APEC conference, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on today. So, hi, Guy. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Nice to, uh, nice to be speaking. Well, as I said, APEC is really going gangbusters, and there's really a lot of stuff going on. It's really refreshing to see this much activity. This has been, in my view, the, vis- the busiest show in probably four years, not just for volume of traffic but also quality of traffic. Europeans, Asians, Americans, it's world representative. Very nice. And I, I, I attribute it to Power is no longer a collection of technologies. It's a philosophy. If you're not paying attention to every single thing, board parasitics, your passives, your devices, communication protocol, software, everything is critical today. And you have to come and understand it. Absolutely agree. And, and now we're actually getting some different technologies coming in. Why Bangap is being established. So you're not just going over the same old MOSFETs, the same old IGBTs, the same old passives. Everyone can take a different approach, but you're right. You've got to look at it at a systems level perspective. Exactly. And especially when you're talking about wide band gap, you're talking about frequencies, you're talking about temperature, you're talking about power levels. There's a lot of moving parts in there. There's a lot of great stuff, but there's still you still got to keep your feet very very well grounded. Very easy to say we can make a 5 megahertz PFC, but in reality, it's got to be used by an end customer. So you're right. Take the, take, take the leading edge, but make it into reality is what we're talking about today. Well, and I understand that that's what you guys are doing. You've been very cautious in your product releases, and you finally got some product that you're announcing. Is that correct? Absolutely. This is our first year of coming out. It's taken the best part of three to four years now to, be, to get commercial, get our foundries in line, get our qualification up to date, design the processes. Once you've got the processes locked, you can then make a part. So we have released our 650-volt diodes, our 1,200-volt diodes, and uh, Friday last week we released our, the lowest RDS on JFET in the world. Very nice, very nice. I understand you're also making cascodes. The JFET is the base for the cascode. Obviously, with the JFET, you have the normally on, normally off, funny gate drive, which is not what people are used to, even though it's got a lot of advantages. So if you cascode it, you get a three-pin device that can basically be driven from 0 to 10 volts and treated like a standard MOSFET. Very nice, very nice. Now, what kind of feedback have you been getting? I mean, are you getting a lot, a lot of interest? In, and what's the application spaces that you're seeing it from? We're getting a huge amount of interest. I mean, I, I will be honest, interest is not revenue. Interest is interest, and it doesn't pay the bills, but you've got to start with interest. The high temperature guys, of course, and especially being down in Texas, it's a very you know downhole type of market. They like the silicon carbide JFET on its own because of its high temperature capability. High-end power supplies, solar inverter guys, and motor drives have all been around, and all, everyone is investigating. Now, I'm waiting for investigation to turn into revenue. Well, and that makes a lot of sense. But the other side of the coin, as we were saying earlier, it's critical to understand everything. So a lot of people are taking the time to really understand what's going on before they jump. Absolutely. And you mentioned the JFET. I mean, you're in short trousers in the Cub Scouts when the last JFET was commercially released. So people have grown up with MOSFETs. And I get the, the question I get asked 20 times a day, what's going to win, a silicon carbide MOSFET or a silicon carbide JFET? And the market will decide. To your point, when we first did a lot, first started off, if you look at the systems approach, the market will look at the system, and the best device will win. Exactly, exactly. So, what's on the horizon? I know you can't really be very specific, but where are you headed in the direction of development? I can be pretty open. I mean, everyone knows that the sort of true sonic zen for silicon carbide is high voltage. Because the the incumbent silicon IGBT and GTOs, when you go above 1.7 kV, are 
adequate. And obviously when you've got big wind turbines and machines that are on 24 hours a day, efficiency is critical. And really, silicon carbide, once we can get to the die size at 6.5 kV, 3.3 kV, 10 kV, will we'll, we'll be untouchable. Excellent. Well, hey, I always give my guests the chance to have the last word. So what advice, tips, vision you want to leave our audience before we close out this episode? I think just approach silicon carbide and wide band gap because GAN's got its place and it's a very good good technology. Approach it with a very open mind. Yes, we're seeing the, the development cycles and the engineering costs coming through, but once we get going in the market and wafers come through, the cost advantage will start coming through and the performance will lead the way. I agree. Excellent. So, hey, Guy, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it, especially during a busy show like APEC. My pleasure, Alex. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'd like to thank everybody in the audience for taking the time to be with us today. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.